Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. The Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast. First come back. Give me a hell yeah. Welcome everybody back to another episode of the Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Burrows, and as always, as always, this week, I'm joined by my illustrious co-host and good friend, Mr. Adam Cousins. Adam, I'm generally seeing you more than I'm seeing anyone in my life right now. How, how are you, mate? Uh, it's all, well, you know, it's all good Good for you, didn't I? Uh, yeah. No, I'm good, but as you say, monsoon conditions for you, possibly coming up to me in Essex, so yeah. we'll see make it through the night yeah you're about two hours away from me mate and uh, yeah this i'm looking out my window now mate as we record this i just say if my zoom cuts out this could be an interesting <laughs> podcast it is absolutely people who live uh listening to this or watching this abroad won't be shocked to hear it's pissing it down in uh, england <laughs> but hey we are gonna do our first aew dynamite review show uh, Adam, uh, before we get started, let's just have a brief chat about the way AEW is perceived right now, because they did start off on such a hot streak when me and Parker originally started this podcast. And Parker yep. is still around, folks. Don't panic. He is just taking mm -hmm. a small hiatus. My good man, Parker Hamlet, is taking it. He is the AEW guru. So he is definitely going to be listening to this podcast. Big shout out to my man, Parker. Miss you. Love you, brother. You are a, a good dude. Um when me and Parker start doing the Hitting the Turnbuckle podcast uh, halfway through last year, AEW was such a, a strong, strong part of our show. Um, Parker, like I say, so, so knowledgeable about his AEW. Talked so highly of it every week. Loved listening to him talk. I loved watching it and hearing him and he educated me on AEW. It, it, it took the expected dip, maybe. Has it taken a bigger dip than you thought it would? Obviously, I know, Adam, you watch... A lot of wrestling like me, WWE, yep. AEW. Uh, but before we get into looking at last week's AEW Dynamite, because you've only got to go through social media right now to you see mean this the... week's Dynamite, right? Sorry, this week's Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, the, last Wednesday just gone. Oh, <laughs> my days. Um, yeah, uh, Wednesday just gone. We sit here recording this on the Friday evening. Um, it, it took an expected dip, but do you think AEW now? Looking at the socials, I mean, you know, we've had some tweets in about it already, just saying we're doing an AEW. It's seen as gymnastics of wrestling. It's It seems to be bad-mouthed a lot now. The whole, we'll get into the CM Punk thing. I promise you we will be talking about that before this show goes off the air. Um, how are you with AEW now? Because it was good when it come along. It was legitimate competition, people say, for WWE. Were we ever going to get WCW versus WWF, WWE type thing again? No. But appreciate AEW for what it is. I dipped out of it for a little while. You know, I host a wrestling podcast now, so I kind of have to watch it. <laughs> I enjoy, enjoyed what I've seen this, part, this past week, the presentation, everything. That gets shit on quite a lot. Oh, everyone's... I saw on Twitter this week, oh, the ropes are now red, white, and blue. Oh, what are yeah. AEW doing? Who gives a shit, first of all? Where are you with AEW as a whole, Ad? From when it started, from do you think they had a dip? You, your view might differ to mine. Do you think they had a dip? Uh, where are you now? Uh, where you know Where are you with the whole spectrum with AEW? Because we do talk a lot of WWE in this podcast. This show is purely AEW. Yeah, um, I think 
I've had to get used to a lot of stuff. I think you mentioned there was a comment saying it was it was glorified trampoline wrestling or along those lines. I I have agreed with some of that, dependent on who's in the ring. But mm-hmm. I've kind of gotten used to the fact that that's kind of how wrestling is now. Period. Doesn't really matter. You. We we talked before the on the air and people were saying about you know the gymnastics thing. We mentioned well Mysterio done it, Van Dam done it, Hoventooth Guerrero done it. The Malenko was a was a technical version of a trampoline in a sense. You know, <clears throat> he was he could do some of that sort of bits and pieces. Guerrero was the same. You know, in, in a way, Chris um, Jericho when he first came into he, WWE, well, even when he was Lionheart, WCW Lionheart, yeah, Japan. Yes. So, I, I just think there's more of it now. Maybe when we're talking about past names, there was it wasn't sort of every match, perhaps. You know, because you'd have your big. I mean, AEW has got their bigger guys as well. Don't get me wrong. Um, the dip. I think was more, I, I didn't expect it as bad, but obviously I think there was reasons for that. And backstage, I think sometimes he's got this big roster and we don't see a lot of the talent. A lot. You, we, we, Miro, like one of the guys who I thought when they went there, if they used him right, he could multiple time world champion piss easy because he should have been in WWE. They, they messed him up. I mean, obviously, there was things that come out last night now about Miro that kind of makes it understandable. You look at that, and like Brian Cage, the guy that can do moonsaults and hurricane runners and Christ knows what else with that figure. I think he's more Ring of Honor now. I think he's part of mm-hmm. Ring of Honor. But, you know, so perhaps the buying of Ring of Honor now will kind of shift the talent so they get some time. Do you kind of see their Ring of Honor as... And I don't mean this as in similarities, hmm. as in NXT, as in developmental. I mean, I know it's got, again, Ring of Honor's got a weekly team. I haven't seen this week, so I'm going to watch it tonight. Yeah. I enjoyed last week's product. Kind of, it looks like it's in Florida in the old impact zone. Hmm. I, I remember texting you saying, yeah. this looks very familiar. And then it come up live from Florida. I'm like, well, this is pretty much a sound <laughs> studio. This is a sound studio in Florida. So when people yeah. were talking about CM Punk going back to Ring of Honor, I'm like, there's no way he's wrestling in front of 100 people. But do you kind of get that feel? That's what, to- uh, that's what Tony Khan's doing, you know, with the whole... Ring of Honor and Ring of Honor's got such a storied history. You know, uh, we we spoke with Fiona yesterday about NWA. Well, yeah. we're talking history in wrestling. Ring of Honor is mm-hmm. one of the elite biggest promotions that's ever. If you know your wrestling, you know back in the day, Ring of Honor was really big. Are you yeah. kind of seeing that's what Khan is trying to do now with Ring of Honor and news? Because you said, and quite rightly so, huge roster, big yeah. roster. Do they need to use Ring of Honor to get some of that talent across? But then again, a lot of the talent that I watched on Ring of Honor last week were on Dynamite this week. So there's not much crossover. Yeah. There's not much of like, you're purely Ring of Honor, you're purely Dynamite, you're purely Rampage, <clears throat> like we have with Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Are you kind of seeing it's, that's how AEW are trying to move it? I think they should. Because, mm-hmm. And I do think if they do it, they've got to... See, WWE make that thing where they do Raw and then sometimes they jump shit and they, you know, they, I know they do a draft, but you do get it where they do crossovers. I want them to do it, but do it so it's totally separate because mm-hmm. he does, and regardless whether it's trampoline wrestling or whatever you, whatever you want to call it, he's got a roster there of people that can pull off match uh, unbelievable matches that he kind of gives away for free. We're, we're gonna, I'm gonna touch on that with you later. Cause I've got a question for you later. Mm-hmm. That I've written down that we'll we'll go through. It's more about ratings and stuff, but there's questions about ratings. 
But he's got an amazing set of talent there that he still isn't really utilizing. Um, because you can't, you know, two hours of dynamite, one hour of ramp, one hour ramp, or forty five minutes of rampage, however long you know you, you can get it. So, I want him to split it, and I want them to have a it's exclusive Ring of Honor, exclusive AW. And a lot of the AW guys were in Ring of Honor anyway, so it's not exactly going to be a big thing if you know Danielson ends up over there or someone like that. But he needs to split it, and he needs to keep it split. Just let the talent go because he's got so much good talent on AEW. <clears throat> yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, talking <clears throat> of talent, before we get into our a uh-huh. our dynamite review show, CM Punk. Aha. Uh-huh. I I know mm-hmm. I I know again bringing up my good friend Parker when we done this a huge CM Punk fan. Yeah. He you've listened to the shows mm-hmm. when I've done it oh, with yeah. Parker, and I enjoyed listening to Parker's views on CM Punk. For those that don't know, um, CM Punk, I'm guessing if you listen to this and you know you're wrestling, you you know what happened last night. He put on his Instagram, I think he put a post. Uh, I'll give you the ab- shorted, abbreviated version. CM Punk has attacked AEW and now deleted his Instagram story in a post he called Dave Meltzer a liar, uh, a former AEW world champion Chris Jericho a liar and a stooge. And he also claimed that John Moxley refused to lose to him. That's kind of the long of short of it. That post was probably up of all of 10 minutes, maybe not even that. It was deleted very lively. Now, here's the thing. CM Punk's not stupid. He knows whatever he posts is going to go viral among the wrestling community. Now, my question to you, Adam, did he know what he was doing with that post? Am I reading too much into him into this? And this could be the biggest work in wrestling history, and he's going to be appear uh, in the next pay per view. I think he's in May, double or nothing in double May, nothing. in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, or was it just Punk being Punk? Because you don't kind of put this thing on your. Don't get me wrong. If this and there's a lot of people on social media are like, well, maybe this was meant to be a private post, and it, no, 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 no. This wasn't meant to be a private yeah, post. Yeah. CM Punk is a very, very clever man. He knew what he was doing. Now, he took it down 10 minutes later, maybe not even that. And then he and then he put another Instagram story up with the quote, I'm too old for this shit. I think he's been very clever here. He knows he kind of has to stay relevant. But at the end of the day, he is CM Punk, so he'll always be relevant. Mm-hmm. Is the door after what you saw, and this is like a, we're talking about a five to 10 minute social media post. Is the door still slightly ajar at AEW? Is the door fully open at AEW? Is the door firmly firmly shut, padlocks on, CM Punk is never setting his foot inside an AEW arena ever again? What says you, my friend? I think also there was one last bit he'd done there about his health, wasn't it? He wasn't mm-hmm. talking yeah. about... Um... he said he, they wanted him to uh, go over uh, uh, Moxley to put him over... In a squash match, and CM Punk's like, if I get cleared, I'll do it. Yeah, he obviously wasn't cleared, and Tony Khan allegedly said, "Well, we'll do it as a squash. We'll <clears throat> roll up pin. Moxley will get the one, two, three. Yeah, yada yada yada. Or Moxley refused to lose to CM Punk, something like that. So yeah, I, 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 I yeah, my fault for missing off the end there. He said that I refused to do anything before I got cleared. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I don't know why you would put that on your story and then. Delete it five minutes later because you knew if 
Vince McMahon tweeted something out. If The Rock, if Stone Cold, if any of these big names, and let's be honest, CM Punk is in that category of stardom. Not yep. talking wrestling. I'm not talking, you know, fame here. If CM Punk puts something out on his social media, it's going to go viral. What did you make of it? What do you think it could lead to? And what could the future hold for CM Punk? I wouldn't say the door is firmly shut until they release him. So mm-hmm. CM Punk's also very clever. And as you say, he's a great, he's also a good businessman. He will do the business side of things, you know, it will be it. They've had issues backstage. Um, do I think punk will be an AEW? I think you'll be, a, I think you'll be an idiot to bet against it. Okay. Uh, look, we don't, I think we'll never really know. My gut is, I don't think it's the last time we're going to see punk in AEW, whether okay. it's ring of honor or AEW. I think potentially, and I'll go on to this when we discuss Dynamite, because I think, you know, I'm not saying, you know, there may be a storyline involving Punk that's starting. Um, I don't, if he's posted that because he's coming out as a prick, which sometimes he comes out as, then he's kind of limiting maybe stuff now if he's starting to do that. But it could just be Punk being a good businessman. Mm. That's... That's what I so social media went mad and people were like, Oh, punk's being a prick. Jericho found it funny. Jericho <laughs> found it funny. He tweeted, Uh, the Matt Hardy delete, yeah. uh, which was very funny, you know. Fair play to yeah. uh, Jericho. He, you know, is could he, you know, could he be in it? Is are we all being worked? Is it a work? I mean, the thing is, we're wrestling and then we say it all the time, never say never, you know. I never thought I'd see Bret Hart back in a WWE. Well, I was gonna make hugging, hugging Shawn Michaels. I yeah. did. You know, I, you know, Austin took his ball and went home and was never coming back. He come back. Yeah. You know, I mean, all kinds of things. In, never, it, it, It's probably the best saying ever in wrestling is never say never. It's, it's a mantra. It's, it's a mantra to live and die by wrestling fans. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of still on the fence. It's 20, nearly 24 hours later since he's done his, you know, his Instagram story and his part, and I'm still none the wiser. But let's get into it, ads. Let's get yes. into uh, the AEW Dynamite from this past mm. Wednesday. Uh, as again, as we sit here recording this on Friday, solid show. I thought. I mean, we talk about Raw and SmackDown, you know, all the time. And me and Parker used to do a thing called "Who Won the War" this week. I've watched mm. Raw. Obviously, I haven't watched SmackDown again. Me and you are sitting here on a Friday recording this. I've watched Raw. Um, it was okay. It was a fairly solid show. My just my opinion, and people can come at me for this. I enjoyed Dynamite more. Um, that's just me, and I, everyone. Yeah, you know me. I'm a WWE guy. You can cut me open. I'll bleed WWE, WWE all my life. As a show, as a production, as what I saw was put on in my TV screen. I really enjoyed AEW. Started out with the uh, the young bucks getting taken away in their ablets. Uh, obviously beat up by the Blackpool Combat Club and then we kick off the show. I like the, what I did like about the show and I've said this to you in the past and I do like the way some wrestling promotions do this and I think pay-per-views do it a lot. Start the show off, get the audience engaged straight away. Get it no, better, no better way to kick it off and Sting, Darby Allen and Orange Cassidy versus uh, Butcher and the Blade. Um, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was a great opening uh, was it Butcher and the Blade? Uh, was it three and three? It was three and three, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, 
so yeah, Sting, Darby Allen, Orange Cassidy versus Butcher, Blade. Uh, am I missing some? Who am I missing? Jarrett, was it? Something. Yeah, like that. Yeah, I'm missing well, something. But, yeah, but it was a great. I thought the show was at the start. Of the show was good. Anytime I get to see Sting in a wrestling ring, even at the ripe old age he is, I'm going to enjoy it. What did you think of the way AEW? Kicked off, you know what I mean, for all the for all the bad press AEW's been getting recently. I've watched two dynamites in a row now, yep. and I've been impressed twice. Definitely. Um, did they mention the Batball Combat Club took out the Bucks, or is that just an assumption? It was kind of on commentary. They were like, "This must be the Blackpool Combat Club," and we'll get to the end of the show, and they yeah. kind of alluded it to it again, it's saying bit... it must have been the Blackpool the Combat why... Club. <laughs> the reason why I'm not convinced by that, a lot of it is revolving around Callus. And he prevented Omega from going into the ambulance. Later on in the show, he does something else, which will to try and pull Kenny away from uh, Hangman and the Bucks. So I think there's a storyline developing there. Now, could, and we go back to what we've just been talking about, is there a CM Punk bit in there? Because if you, one of the things, if you noticed, and I don't know if you've seen socials since, is that when... Someone took a picture of the AEW truck. Punk's picture was on it. When they done the backstage, they put a big wooden block over his face. So you couldn't see. Anyway, could it be a Punk thing? I don't know. But one of the things that we've already we've always said um, with wrestling is when we watch the show, we want to get to the end and think we need to tune in next week. For the last two weeks, at least, and there's been other weeks, but consecutive weeks now i've looked at i've watched the end of aw and i've gone okay i want to see it next week <clears throat> um the the first match yeah look orange cassidy i think has been kicking off aw for the last month uh in, in singles or in tag action um his gimmicks funny it's his gimmicks silly but it, it it's over no matter what way you look at it it's over sting doing the little kicks was hilarious and doing his little roll again was hilarious it was as you say you have to start the show hot to get the crowd in and they did that <clears throat> yeah no they did and it end the match obviously ended uh, sting darby yeah. allen and orange cassidy won but darby allen looking up at the double or nothing sign it was very like wrestlemania kind of yeah, you know he was point. Yeah, if he had pointed at that, I would have been like, oh, no. It was <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, it, yeah, but yeah, it ended up with Derby. The only thing I'm I'm not quite sure of is, and a lot of people made this point on social media, they had the week before with them all in the ring with MJF yeah. and they were talking about the title. It, it, I'd kind of like to have seen some movement on that storyline, week, weekly kind of thing. Uh, I get yeah. why they'd done the Dar. So Derby looked up at the... Um, Looked up at the at, at, at the sign and you know, but if you look from that opening segment on the previous dynamite, not everyone was involved in this week's dynamite. No. That kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I do, and I I, 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 you know, but yeah, I'm on social media all the time, and the, the main point I get from a lot of AEW fans and wrestling fans is Tony Khan's storytelling doesn't kind of like mirror up. And you made that point a little a minute ago, saying he kind of does one thing one week and then he'll completely flip it. And yeah. a lot of people didn't get why the main event, which we'll get to uh, mm-hmm. AEW, a lot of people are like, well, where's the build for this? But it was because yeah. that, and if you were watching during the pandemic, that match got cancelled during the mm-hmm. pandemic and it was meant yeah. to happen then. But who's going to remember back that? You know what I mean? It's all very yeah, much, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, yeah. you've got to kind of be on your toes. But yeah, solid start to Dynamite. Um, We then moved to the Guns versus Top Flight. Um, 
Top flight have been on again. Come back to what you said earlier. Top flight have been on Ring of Honor. I watched Ring of Honor last week. Top flight yep. were one of the main the main uh, people uh, on that. Um, solid again. I like what the guns are doing. Um, obviously, runs in their family. Their, their dad's you know one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time. Yes. Um, the match was solid. Um, obviously, we had uh, Mike Bennett uh, and all the, the guys coming down to interfere at the yeah yeah they come down at the end and uh, interfered. It ended with obviously the guns winning, but the main talking point from that match, which is mm-hmm. it leads to my kind of next question and where I'm thinking they might be going with this, or are they just trying to flip it and get our minds thinking where they shouldn't be going? FTR hit the ring yeah. and we're basically like look to the guns. We want a title shot. We will do anything for that. Nothing you can do. The guns are saying nothing. It ended up with uh, FTR saying, if we don't beat you, I don't know when the match, they didn't actually say when the match is going to be. If we don't, they didn't schedule it for Dynamite. They schedule it for Rampage. It's not going to be on Rampage. This is crazy. If we don't beat you, we'll leave AEW. Now, straight away, everyone's like, well, they're going to WWE. Are they going to WWE? Have they signed a new contract with AEW? It's just a bluff because... The- they have to win. So if they don't basically win the tag team titles, even if this ends in a squash, disqualification, interference, yeah. yada, 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 they're gone. Mm-hmm. Is this the setup for them leaving to go to WWE or have they just pulled a big wall over our eyes and they've signed a new deal at AEW and they're going to be tag team champions? I just think it's the, it's the best way of getting the publicity they need. So basically everybody knows their contracts up. Mm-hmm. So what better way to keep the fans guessing then say, if we lose our next match or we lose this match against you, we leave. They may not have signed anywhere yet. I know from the podcast that I think it's Dax. I can't remember who's who now. Talking about Triple H in his last podcast. Yeah, but he also said that they have made a decision of what they're going to do. Yeah. Um. So I just think it's a good way. It was an obvious thing for them. to. I was kind of expecting it because, again, it asks the question that you've done, well, they're going WWE or they're saying AEW. My gut feeling is they're staying at AEW. I hope they do, because WWE didn't use them right the first time around. They okay. turned up at AEW during the pandemic, and, you know, I I get why some people want to go back. But I'm like, man, I think the... I think they're really over in AEW. I don't know what yeah. you think. I mean, would you go back or would you stay in AEW? I don't. Know. I think it only depends on their motivation and what they're looking to do. So mm-hmm. if it's money motivated, they'll probably go to WWE. Mm-hmm. If it's freedom, if not to say freedom, but WWE will prohibit certain things from them to do. If they want the freedom to be able to go to maybe even a new Japan, I know that relationship is a bit strained, but you know, they're doing forbidden door again. If they want to be able to do them sort of things, then they stay at AW. Or if they want total freedom, the other thing they said they would do is hit the independence for a year. Mm. So again, it's kept everyone guessing, which is what they want. I think it's what they wanted to do anyway. My gut is stay saying they're staying where they are. Yeah, no, I I hope they stay. Put it that way. I did one of the them, the well, guns, the tag team division in AEW. It's good, but let's be honest. If they leave AEW, we can get them on a podcast. <laughs> ah, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we yeah, there's some things we're working on right now that you have to be. Yeah, we need people out of contract quick in AEW so we can get them. On <laughs> yeah, we I do. can't say. I, I think I've divulged too much. Anyway, anyway, yeah. I, I I digress. Uh, okay. We then had Stockley away from the firm versus Hook. Yeah. Uh, Hook is Taz's son, for those that mm-hmm. don't know. Um, he's the FT. 
W, w. champ. Me and Parkin used to get into this all the time. Um, is, is there too many titles in AEW? Because he, you know, he come out and you know, I'm I am getting back into my AEW now, and you kind of had to, you know, Ricky Starks had one belt one time. You've got Orange Cassidy with a belt. You've obviously got the AEW World Championship. You've got Hooks, the FTW champion. In your opinion, do they have? too many is it too hard for us fans to go right he's the why is he the champion of that what does that why is that belt relevant i know you know i'm kind of that's my only gripe with aew i'm kind of like right that he's there that happened then he does that he's that champion he's on that show but now he's on this show i'm caught that's my only thing with aew it's it's kind of like getting a jigsaw chucking it up in the air and going right go and find the pieces and put this back together i don't know how, how do you see it um, well, I mean, what, what have they got? The heavyweight championship, they've got the now the international, is it the international championship? Orange the Cassidy's Atlantic? the, yeah, they got the Atlantic. I think he's changed it to the international. international. Like You've got the FTW champion, obviously, you've got the tag team champions. Yeah. Well, is it the same WWE though? Because they've got world champion, technically mm-hmm. two if they split. Mm-hmm. Then you've got Intercontinental, then you've got IC. Then you've got the tag. Then you've got the women's world title. The only thing the WWE don't really have is a mid-card women's title. But that's a they're, they're WWE belts. What the yes. fuck is the FW FTW? It was never champion. a belt, was it? It was never a record recognized championship, was it? That was just something that Taz bought in, I think, to ECW. Yeah, but I'm um, not, I, I don't. So, I don't get it. No, I don't. No. I don't know. I don't think they've got. To, I think they've got about right. I think if they start adding more, we need to be concerned. <laughs> mm, yeah. Uh, I mean, Hook. I mean, obviously, still undefeated. I'm pretty yep. sure in <clears throat> AEW. Yes. Yes. Got a great potential. Great look. Obviously, we all know his background. His mm-hmm. dad was one of the. You know, if you've watched ECW growing up, and he had to come out with the orange. Oh, yeah. mate, his intro incredible. Uh, is Hook someone? Is he someone? You know, the match on Dynamite was, you know, the Stockley hat away from the firm. What you expected it, to yeah, happen. it was a bit of a squash. It's the only time in a like I like I quite like watching Hook. I'd like to see them putting him in a more productive storyline. Every time I've I watched AW quite a lot at the end of last year, I've dipped back into it now. He still doesn't seem to be doing anything. He still seems to be in these mid to bottom card matches and I don't know I'm just yeah I think we have to be careful of let's not go push him to the moon too quick yeah I think the difference with AEW is they don't have a developmental so they don't have an NXT so you could argue you could go to Ring of Honor but I still think Ring of Honor is more like a Smackdown than an NXT Mm -hmm. so we have to be and I think they're doing it right they're not just going over there with him he's not main eventing he's not He's having the type of matches that if you're trying to slowly build a young talent, slowly, slowly catch your monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Because what is he, 21? 21. Uh, 22, 23, I think. Okay. But still, infancy. And he's not, I didn't even know he was a wrestler until we debuted on AW. So mm-hmm. um, I think they're doing the right thing with him. And I think that because we've seen it before, the young guy gets pushed straight to the top. Drew that- McIntyre. Well, like that, but also going back to yesterday with like Fiona, you then see these things start coming in like addictions and because you've got all this money at such a young age. It all happens so quickly. You so see fast. it in yeah. every, you see it in foot, even in other sports, you see that they're young, they get all this money and then all of a sudden this woman said this, this woman said that, he's been arrested, he's got all the, even Randy Orton was one of those guys. 
One, two, th- X-Pac, one, two, three kids, Sean Mortman. You look Prime at that, example. So, yeah, exactly that. So I think they're doing the right thing with Hooky. Obviously, his dad's there. So mm. that's another... I've seen pictures of Hook in a strip club. So I know that he's still being a, a bloke, you know, but he's not... But he's in the... He's doing... They're doing everything right with him. Let's put it mm. that way. Yeah, no, yeah. No, you're right, you're right. Talking of doing everything right... One of the best wrestling talents I've probably seen in the last, what are you going to do NXT 2000? The last six to seven years. Mm-hmm. Adam Cole. Yeah. One of the best in ring talents I think yeah. I've seen when he had that run in NXT as the champion. Mm-hmm. Now returned to AEW, hasn't wrestled for a good five to six months, yeah. maybe a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Comes back on. Um, Dynamite this past yeah. Wednesday. Um, just about to cut a promo. Uh, Daniel Garcia from the Jericho uh, Appreciation yeah. Society comes out, basically sets up a match for next week. Yeah. A lot of people, again, I go back to social media as you do. Oh, what? Why have they screwed this up with Adam Cole? What's he going with Daniel Garcia? Probably the perfect person to go in the ring with. Yeah. If you'd watched a Daniel Garcia match, if you know that guy. Is on the same level with Adam Cole. He can go. Yeah. Some of the best matches I've seen in Ada when they let that boy wrestle. Yeah. And on the mic, he's incredible. But I am so glad to see Adam Cole come back. I mean, for me personally, if I'm pushing someone, as you said, to the moon within the next five months, six months, maybe after double or nothing, when you kind of got a clear view of what's happening after double or nothing. Adam Cole's my man if he can stay healthy. I mean, are you pleased to see him back in AW? What's the ceiling for Adam Cole in AW? Because we've just lost uh, Daniel Bryant. Uh, we don't know where he's is he going to Ring of Honor. We don't know what's happening to see him. You know, there could be some good future MJF. You've got Darby Allen. You've got a few of the others. Chris Joe, John Moxley. Yaddy. For me, Adam Cole is, he is that damn good. He is Adam Cole, baby. And he is very, very good. What did you make of him coming back to Dynamite? What did you make of the setup for the Daniel Garcia? I mean, for me, push this kid as far as you can. And I know what you said a minute ago about Hook. I'm flippant this time. Push Adam Cole as quick as you can. I think Adam Cole's got the experience. He's also older than Hook, which obviously mm-hmm. makes more sense. There is no ceiling for Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. He doesn't have that generic look that WWE go for, which was always going to be a problem. I mean, NXT, he can get away. Main roster, he'd never be able to... I don't think he would have got to where he should get to purely on that. Although, now, well, we say Vince isn't there, but we know he is. But Oh, he's there. Yeah, he's there. <laughs> he's um, there. A, look, the two people that you've got in the ring with, um, I, I don't get why people were complaining about Adam Cole. You, they need to understand the seriousness of his injury first. Yeah, and I suppose threatening injury. That's what all all access is going to be about. I think from yeah, the I've first one with, apparently next Wednesday. Yeah, after so you you know you're going to understand a lot more. I think they have to take care of him. So. Say, for example, I wouldn't put him in the ring with Darby Allen anytime soon. And that's not because I think Darby Allen's reckless. I just think the way that he does, he starts, I've said it before, he can come across, he's split second away every time from... I'm hoping the Daniel Garcia thing could lead to a thing with Jericho. Jericho, appreciate you. Yeah, Sorry, Jericho. Yeah, yeah, if you're going to come back and you yeah. want to be safe, 
Yeah. Right. Many people better to go in the ring. No. Jericho is one of this, one of the, the top guys to do that. These two guys are going to go ahead and next week could eat. That could easily be a world title match in AEW. They're both. I mean, Daniel Garcia is, I get what they're doing with him because, you know, he's a pro wrestler, but he's more of an entertainer at the minute. And he got caught out on the mic, didn't he, with the, he nearly said about pro wrestling. Yeah, he's good. He got out of it well, though. He's he good. He got out of it well. He got out of it well. But yeah. Those two are gonna. It's gonna be a fantastic match. I can't wait, but just protect Adam Cole. You know, just let's hope and pray that, as you say, he stays healthy because there is no ceiling for him in AEW. No, he's one of my. I and I wish hurry fucking. I wish AEW would hurry up and announce their London show. By the way, so I want to see Adam Cole, baby. Have they they forgot about us or something? I think so. Do you know what it was? Maybe I reckon because I reckon when they announced that WWE were like shit, we need to do something. Yeah, bang, money in the bank. (laughs) And it probably, because if you think about where AEW is probably going to end up doing a show. Fulham. Football club. Fulham. And it's Mm. in the off season. Mm hmm. Yep. Hello. Oh, my God, we've gone. Am I I talking to myself? Adam, hello. Oh, my God. I I just finished the show on my own. I can see you. Oh, there he is. He's back. I can hear me. Go. See, I told you we might have a storm on my Zoom mic. I'm out. just getting rain, uh, yeah. but I could hear you, but I couldn't see you. Oh, okay. I just waffled away to myself for a couple of minutes. Yes. But yeah, you're right with uh, AEW and London, and hopefully it happens. Uh, I, I really do want to see Adam Cole yep. in the flesh. Uh, John Moxley versus Stu Grayson from the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. Fucking what a match. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, jo- John Moxley didn't bleed. Thank God. Yeah, could you know it was incredible. Uh, do you like where the way the Blackpool Combat Club and John Moxley have gone since William Regal went back to WWE? Because he was the he was a, such a big part of that story mm. starting. Then he kind of went, Well, oh, I want to go back to WWE and train my son and be, you know, Triple H's right hand man. And I get why you'd want to do that, but it was kind of they were just getting on a roll with the whole Blackpool Combat Club, uh, Wheelie Utah, yada yada yada. Um, but Moxley, I don't think he knows that he gets a lot of shit for the blood, and I get it. But his matches are incredible. Is he the modern day Mick Foley? No, I hate that comparison. No, he's not. There's only ever going to be one Mick Foley, but I do like a John Moxley match. And Stu Grayson from the Dark Order, by the way, wow, some yeah. of the stuff he done in the ring on Dynamite again. <clears throat> this was another for me, could have easily been a pay per view match. If I was watching that on a Saturday night, Sunday, whenever we do pay per views now. I wouldn't have been disappointed. Uh, what do you think of the way they're moving the Blackpool Combat Club on now? I mean, Wheelie Uta gave a really stupid interview a few months ago saying yeah. it's going to be the next NWO. It's not. Uh, don't ever think it will be. But what do you make of the whole John Moxie thing? He's done, you know, he's he's moved on a lot since he's left WWE. You know what yeah. I mean? I think as he was Dean Ambrose there and yeah. what it looked like, you know, you can only tell that even the way he wrestles now, I think he was restricted in WWE. Oh, there's no doubt that he was re- restricted in WWE. Absolutely no doubt. And you could have known that before he went there. Mm. Because there's some wrestlers that you know, when they, when you say, oh, is he some of WWE? Oh, that's going to be interesting. Because huh? there was at times where you couldn't do certain moves. I know power drivers are still banned, but there was other moves that they just weren't allowing. So yeah, he was never going to be what we see now and i mm. love what we see now I, i'm not a fan of the blood every fucking week um i think because it takes away the speciality when it happens the whole point of 
and WWE used to do it a lot as well. Even now, even when yeah, we, let's let's not beat around the bush. The attitude era, yeah, the attitude era, bloody was, every week. Yeah, and, but but I did think the only saving grace was I said there would be there's as long as there's a point to it. Mm. And I think it's just oh, it's John Moxley match he has to bleed. Yeah, he no bled on a he bled on a house show last week. Well, exactly that, but he didn't bleed this week. Um, nope. so which was good. Um, his style is fantastic. Uh, yeah, sod the modern day Mick Foley. We're not even interested in that. He's 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 John Moxley. It's John Moxley, yeah, exactly. Hugh Grayson, what a talent! They let him go. Hey, talent, my and they even let him go. A talent, man. Honestly, yeah, it, the match was incredible. The finish was good. That you know, yeah. what I mean, I was again. It was uh, it was a pay per view style match, and AEW had a few of them on this show, which were nearly at the at the main event. Yeah. Uh, just briefly, I mean this. Soraya in AEW, Tony Storm versus Sky Blue. Uh, mm-hmm. It needs to be for those that don't know. It needs to be pa- um, which is Pages now um, in a Soraya in AEW. The whole Tony Storm, the Outcast, Ruby Soho, and all. um, it's okay. Uh, I the match was for me fucking awful. Tony Storm versus Sky Blue, Jericho. Sorry, Botchamania, but it was bad. Really bad. Yeah. Um. I I feel like all I do is shit all over women's wrestling right now because WWE is really bad. Yeah. You know they'll pull something out of the bag for WrestleMania, yeah. but Tony Storm is such a talent. Don't know too much about Sky Blue. Not going to know. Obviously, Soraya's there. Paige, former um, WWE. Ruby Soho, former WWE. Where are you with the whole outcast? And is it something that the AEW should persist with? If you you know if you want to bring. People like these girls in from WWE, Soraya, and you know, you want to push her for the title. You want to get her in. You know, is are they, are they have they dropped the ball there with what they're doing, or or, or like you said earlier, are they slowly, slowly, buildy, buildy? She might get to the main event, um, and as women's champion. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I I, I don't like it. Um, the the problem is with AEW is that obviously there was obviously Britt Baker wasn't there. Jamie Hayter's has got visa issues, so she's over here at the moment. Without them two, I mean they've got Taya Valkyrie now from Impact, so she debuted last week again, and she looks as though she's feuding with Jade Cargill for the TBS. Is it TBS? Yeah, I'm sure it's TBS. Something like that. When Jade Cargill comes on the screen, mate, I tend to fall asleep. You take. Brit and Jamie Hater away from that storyline, it it's tough. It mm. really is tough. That's again, we said WWE lack of quality needs a refresh. AEW, like Willow Nightingale disappointed. She was on Ring of Honor maybe last week or maybe even this week. Um, why don't they just get the bag out and get Sasha in or Mercedes in? Why don't they just her, her New Japan contracts coming up? They've got Forbidden Door coming up. Tony Khan just pulled the bag out and get it done. I think she wants to go back to WWE. I think Triple H is all negotiating that. From what I, I saw an interview on BT Sport. I don't know if you saw it over here in the UK where they sat down with Triple H. Yeah. I don't know what it was before. And they said, look, what's the what's the situation there? Oh, this was um, a while back, wasn't it? Yeah. And he was like, the door is never shut. She And he said, look, we speak. I text her. He texted her after the Japan debut. Mm-hmm. She said she got all emotional. W, you, uh, Bailey still speaks about her. WWE's at home. I, I would love to see her in AEW because I think that could ignore ignite dynamite no pun intended but um i think she'd be incredible in aew and again i think she'd be more free a bit like john moxley i think she could if you've watched her in new japan she's 
really good and the matches yeah. she's had are really good so yeah again it's another women's division that's kind of you well, know that we've match... also we've also got the the now trinity or naomi, naomi who's now is a free agent, agent. yeah so, again though does she bring much to the table possibly not but again you've got to think of refresh and you yeah still, you know i'm not saying i mean sasha banks is the obvious standout hey look phone molly spartan mm. Yes, get Molly yeah, in right. there. She worked. She worked with Ring of Honor once. She had. She had a match at Ring of Honor when they come over here mm. as, as a separate entity to AW. Why not get Molly she's, in there as some badass? Let her do what she does. In there. Yeah, yeah. Get, they need it. Both divisions. Both. I and mean, we're not. We're talking about AW today, but both the women's divisions lack. Well, yeah, in promotions. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 No, hundred yeah. percent. Uh, now, yeah, I'm going to need you here. For those that don't know, I am dyslexic. I have problems. My problem is pronouncing stuff. Kenny Omega versus who? Uh, it's Vikino. That's it. <laughs> Brilliant. I'll give you the big build-up, Adam. Vikino. I could have said, <laughs> said that, mate, and I'm dyslexic. <laughs> Kenny Omega versus Vikino. There you go. That's it. Um, I texted you while I was watching this, yes. and I put a tweet out on the at HTT Buckle. Go and check yeah. us out. If this match was on WrestleMania, mm-hmm. Number one trending worldwide. Mm-hmm. I thought, and a lot of people would go back to the start of the show, trampoline wrestling. No, 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 no. Tenny Omega, this match, fucking incredible. Yes. I'm going to watch it again later. I'm just going to watch the entire match. Main event of AEW uh, by Kino, Kenny Omega. And a lot, it, it got a lot of bad press, Adam, didn't it, before? Who is by Kino? I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. I can't even say his name. But... Kenny Omega, Vikino, uh, we said at the start, it was meant to happen in 2020. The pandemic happened. Vikino, I'm guessing, couldn't travel. Yada, yada, yada. It happened now. Yes, there was no build. Yes, will they probably follow it up? No, but they kind of set something up at the end of the match with Dom Callis and, you know, uh, yeah. Hangman Page. Just speaking about the match before we get to the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. The table spot. Uh, the he hit the, It's called the 630. Yes. Just, do you realize he jumped? This wasn't like he jumped off the top rope, Adam. He jumped no. off the fucking middle rope, <laughs> triple somersaulted through a table. This is what, and yeah, don't people don't come at us with it. That is not trampoline wrestling. That is incredible. That main event, mate, had me purring like a kitten. It's why I like wrestling. And I think, and I said this at the start, and I think AEW do this really, really well. Their fast paced matches. <clears throat> are fast-paced matches. I yeah. get you have the little lulls every now and again, mm-hmm. but the spots that AEW hit and the speed that they do them, yeah. and don't get me wrong, WWE do it as well, but for me, AEW, they're fast-paced matches, mate. When they do them, they seem to... They hit a bit better for me, mate. I'm not going to lie. Maybe because <clears throat> WWE haven't got so many quote-unquote high flyers mm-hmm. anymore. What did you think of the main event? I, I texted you. I said, mate, this is this this is... Put that in a near the top card of a WrestleMania or a WWE pay per view. People be like match of the year, blah blah blah, five stars. This you know, give we still get five stars from Meltzer. Oh, Dave Meltzer's on the payroll. I mean, yeah, we know. <laughs> but, so it's El Hydro del Vikino. Yep, not saying that in a million fucking years. There you go. I, I, I would yep, struggle yep. after a bit. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So okay. I struggled to say my own name after a beer, mate. Oh, there you go. Um, <laughs> here, so. Normally, I'm not a fan, but okay. you know that I've I know, this. yeah. I loved it, mm-hmm. but 
Oh, here it comes. Here's the button. Here it comes. Yeah, he was probably expecting it. Um, yes. You can call me a dinosaur, call me a fossil. Here's the thing about it. I think that AEW some, can sometimes do too much. That match could have had half the amount of spots in, the big spots, and been just as fantastic. I don't think it needed as much of the spots as it needed. Again, they're giving this away on free TV. And we're going to talk ratings after because we'll get to the final thing. And I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm ready for the question. So, I love the match. I just think if they even just half the... I'm not a fan of too many big spots in a match. And that is my only criticism of this match. I just felt that there was too many big spots. Like, if you remember the um, different styles, but if you remember Taker, uh, Shawn Marcus at WrestleMania 25, we're talking WWE. I know it's an AEW show. But it had a big spot and a big spot and a big spot when they needed it. So it was mm. like they had their action. They'd done their first part of their story. Bang, high spot, taking any breaks his neck. <clears throat> and then they kill it. And then it goes back to being a more, I don't know what you want to call it, strategical battle. And then I think there was another table spot halfway through. And it was big spots in the right places to give them their break. Obviously, this was a fast-paced match, so they probably didn't need a break. But I just felt it didn't need as many. But it was the match itself was uh, yeah, blown away, fantastic. But I just would have liked the little less big spots. <clears throat> I fucking loved it. Give me big spots. <laughs> Give me big spots. I was, I'd call me a teenager. I love big spots. <laughs> I thought it was incredible, mate. Uh, yeah, I loved it from first bell to last. I thought the finish was incredible. I love uh, Kenny Omega's finish, by the way. Oh, the one with Angel, mate! What a finisher, yeah. by the way. Uh, they and they, you know, and uh, just finishing it off. Hangman stole an ambulance. That cracked me up. Stole an ambulance. Don't get me wrong. Stole it's wrestling. It. It's wrestling, and we're not all stupid in this entertainment. I loved it. It took me back to being a child again. You know, remember the old WWE days? If you ever saw anyone getting pushed into an ambulance, you knew they were get. The Undertaker was probably sitting in the fucking driving seat, about to kick the shit out of you. Uh, anyway, Hangman comes down. Uh, Don Callis threw himself to the floor again because yeah, to try and make out that to try and make out that Hangman, you know, yeah. had hit him with the whatever he had, a pipe or a bit of bubble. something caravel, wasn't it? Something he had in his hand. Uh, the the whole Sam, the whole um, Kenny Omega and um, Hangman Adam Page. I'm getting very Sammy and KO vibes. Yeah, it could well be. Didn't think of that. Kind of. It, I, I wrote it in my notes here. Sammy yeah. and K, if you read my notes, by the way, so you know, you're lucky I just don't have to read them. Sammy, yeah, and, K, Sammy and KO vibes uh, at the end of the show, you know, they yeah. were a great partnership. Hangman Adam Page, Kenny yes. Omega. Is that going to happen again? Is it something we're going to see? Is it going to be like, let's draw it out for a couple of weeks? So, you know, Don Callis is obviously involved. Com the, the Blackpool Combat uh, Club come yeah. down, and that's how the show kind of went off the air with, you know, yeah. them. I stand. Adam, I thought it was a solid ending to a solid show, mate. Just to wrap up our AEW Dynamite review show. Yep. Solid. Solid. I'm giving it a good 8 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. Parker's probably listening to this. I'm hoping he's giving me a well done, Burrows. He's probably going um, 9. 9, nine <laughs> yeah. Parker, I'm sorry, bro. Parker, you're my guy. I love you, man. But 8 out of 10. But anyway, Adam, let's yeah. finish off the show. I know you had some questions, some ratings talk. For me, yep. AW, again, two weeks running, 
AEW killed it. Solid. Yeah, I, th- I did. And again, it was going back to what I said earlier on about wanting to watch next week. So the finish. I want to. Wa- I want to watch Rampage. To be fair. Yeah, I mean there is that to it. I don't think I'd go quite that far, but there is. <laughs> and he's doing the AEW Rampage with yeah, yeah, yeah. all by Ram- himself. I'll watch Rampage. Don't worry, but I'm not. Ex- I'm more excited for Dynamite next week. Okay. Um, so okay, I wanted to go and ask the question about these because we all know that AEW kind of wants to get to the million viewers. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where you know where they'd like to be. So Wednesday's Dynamite done 954. So close. Yeah. Nearly there. It done. When was the last time do you think it done over a million viewers? During the pandemic. No. It done it on the 22nd of February. Oh, there uh, you go. So I thought it was way before. Yeah. Yeah. There is, yeah. There, and that was that was headlined by the huge announcement that was promoted by Tony Khan. And it was also the like another match between a Blackpool Combat Club and Dark Order, funnily enough. Dark then it very did, underrated. The last time it done it before that was the 25th of January. And that was just over a million. And that was Briscoe versus Lethal. So it was just after yeah, passing, passing yeah. away. Mm-hmm. The next time they, they didn't do it until before then until October. Wow. Which was their anniversary show. Mm-hmm. And then the time before that was the Grand Slam of Champions, which they done uh, Brian Danielson versus Jericho. So my question to you is, what do you think they need to do to solidly hit and go above this on a regular basis? Be consistent. Be consistent. In what way? Booking or? Bit of both. Consistency in your storytelling. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We all watch wrestling for storytelling and great matches. You can't have one without the other. You can have a great match. But if there's no story, it's not going to work. Mm. You can have a great story, but if the match is terrible, yeah, a la Bray, a la Bray Wyatt, mm-hmm. great stories, terrible matches. Guy couldn't wrestle his way out of a paperback, in my opinion. AEW, again, like I said earlier, you know, and that was the main criticism on social media, and I kind yeah. of get it. Um, there's they build things and then they kind of forget about it and then they might pick it up three weeks down the line. They done a bit on Dynamite where they were saying they set up the the opening match with Sting, Darby Allen, and yada yada. They set that up because of what had happened on a house show. They're doing this house world tour. house rules house rules house, house rules world tour. They they yeah. said right this match has happened because what happened on Thursday mm-hmm. night in some little town in America Canada but Can- yeah Canada my bad a little town in Canada <laughs> a little town Winnipeg but, yeah I, I Winnipeg you idiot um, yeah. <laughs> I um I was kind of like oh okay so are they gonna do this every week for me it's again it comes back to the jigsaw earlier throw it up yeah. in the air and I think that's what Tony Khan's doing he's got like a piece of the jigsaws hanging off the curtains a piece of the jigsaws up on the ceiling he doesn't quite know where to put the pieces it's there it's Mm. a great jigsaw puzzle once it's put together and when AEW do put it together it's incredible Yeah. just at the minute it's kind of all over the gaff so for me mate to answer your question in a roundabout way Mm. be consistent with your booking and your storytelling don't think and again this comes back to your point don't think you have to give us everything on tv save it make me want to book a pay-per-view at the in may you don't do many pay-per-views a year make me want to pay 14 pounds whatever it is we have to pay over here in the uk make me want to pay that 
match. Yeah. Don't, and don't get me wrong. I like I said to you, the Kenny Omega match mm-hmm. on Dynamite was incredible. But give me that build, long term booking. Mm-hmm. We say every week, give me that build at the end of that dangle that carrot at the end of it and go, bam, take my money. Make me just as soon as that comes on sale, I'm booking that pay per view. Not like- because. Not because in WWE, you know, you might write, okay, I'm watching WrestleMania Backlash. It's WWE, it's a pay-per-view. I'm a WWE, I'm going to watch it. No, make me want to watch it. WWE, it's WrestleMania season. We all want to watch that. We're all probably going to want to watch Backlash again. AEW need to be consistent with what they're doing. I don't know who writes their TV. Is it? Is it? You know, is Tony Khan are the young butts having influence? Is Kenny having influence? You know, he can't. I just think he's maybe got too many balls in the air and he's not that good at juggling is the way I'd see it. So consistency, storytelling and delegation maybe would be my thing with AEW. It's there. The product's there. The fan base is definitely there. They they had a little lull when I dipped into it about four weeks ago. They were in some tiny arena. They were in a tiny arena somewhere in the middle of America. I don't know where. (laughs) But the camera panned round and all I could see was empty seats. The last yeah. few bit, I think last week was in Kansas. We know it's going to be amazing when it comes to London. That's going to sell out. Yeah. Just be consistent with your product. Know where your talent are going. Long-term booking is, is great. Don't just think for the now. Don't think, right, this is this dynamite in three weeks. No, in my head, think what the dynamite is in. Think the dynamite after double or nothing. Yeah. Have that arc that like Eric Bischoff always used to talk about. Have that arc. Know your end point, know your start point, and then work around it. How how do I get to that? How do I get to the end of double or nothing with wrestler A in the ring with the title or wrestler B has come back to AEW? Get there. Tony Khan for me just thinks, right, next Wednesday. It's like they 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 said at the end of Dynamite this week. On Rampage this week, we will announce more matches for Dynamite next week. Yeah, because you haven't really got a fucking clue what you're doing. <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. Have long-term thinking. I really do like what AEW done over the last couple. Of, I'm going to give it another chance because I think I really enjoyed the shows. Um, but I'm I, I I just don't you know I mean as wrestling fans you've kind of got a you've got a realms of possibilities. <clears throat> you've got to open. I know you've got to open your mind a lot as a wrestling fan. Yeah. With AEW, I'm kind of like, uh, what? Who? Who? who how? Where? What's yeah. this build? Who the hell are you? You know, I haven't seen you before. What? Where are you, are you Ring of Honor? I don't know. What, yeah. So, yeah, for me, just be consistent, mate. And I, and I think they'll be okay. Yeah, I think, um, I actually forgot to say, they went through a period in uh, August and September for about a month when it was doing over a million straight bar in a mm-hmm. week. So they, it's there. I'm surprised they haven't done it sooner. I'm surprised it's not there already. I, I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. Um, <clears throat> needs to be consistent. He needs to stop just sort of thinking about let's do let's get next week's dynamite out of the way he needs to have long-term booking i also think they just need to sort the rosters out move whoever you want to ring of honor keep whoever you want in aew rampage whatever you want to do with that it's, it's you know until they make a change to i mean rampage's action is quite good but it it you know it's 45 minutes long what are you going to do in a 45 minute Programming. And the money that AEW have got, <clears throat> they could take that around the country. And I, I'm not comparing it because it's not the same because it's been on for ages. Yeah. A la SmackDown. Yeah. You know, make it give us two hours of rampage. You give us two hours of dynamite. Yeah. We get two, we get three hours of raw, two hours of SmackDown. We'll give you yeah. two hours of dynamite and two yeah. hours of rampage. Yeah. And have that separate could, rosters. Go kind of or have separate rosters or go old school. You have to get to the end of dynamite, 
and that leads into Rampage. Right. Yeah. At the end of Rampage, that leads into leads Dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah. Kind of old school what me and you grew up with. The interesting thing is they've got Forbidden Door, which sold out without a match being. Yeah. It's fantastic news for them. <clears throat> but again, mm. does that kind of throw that what we've just been saying out the window? Because there's going to be no consistency, is there? Because mm. they're going to start bringing in. Maybe yeah, some- I get it. Uh, Brian Danielson against uh, Jack Sabre Jr. I think it was. Again, there's not going to be much build for this. It's just going to happen. There might be the odd little thing on Dynamite here and there, but it's like last year's Forbidden Door. There was like two weeks build, the Forbidden Door happened, and then it was all forgotten about. And again, it comes back to, you're kind of like, what's going on? Uh, Hello? Okay, hello. And then you're like, goodbye. See you next year. You know, but yeah, it's it's, it's good. But Adam, it's been good, mate. Uh, Let's do this again next week. Let's talk some AW. Uh, We may try and get a SmackDown review show out maybe Sunday. You know, I feel bad if I don't see you for a day, mate. I kind of get lost. Kind of get lonely. Uh, but yeah, we can maybe try and do something Sunday if we've got time. If not, we are definitely back next week uh, talking more professional, uh, professional wrestling. Uh, you can catch our YouTube show at the Sports Carnage uh, over there. Munzee and the guys are doing great things. Make sure you go and check them out. This this show, the AEW review show, will probably be on there tomorrow. The audio of this show, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Pod. Uh, wherever you can hit the subscribe button if you are on apple leave us a review it does help us out hit the five stars or as many stars as you want on spotify but i just want to say a quick thank you for all the people that have interacted with us recently you know we're slowly building uh me and parker started it uh and you and adam have carried it on um you know it's slowly we're gaining traction now mate we've you know we've got this stuff with ignite mate so let's do it all again next week and it has been good we've got melina next week Melina is on next week. <clears throat> Wednesday. Performer WWE D. She was a Divas champion. I can't wait to ask her the transition from Divas to what it is now and how she would fit into the current WWE. I want to know about a week. Yeah, we've got a lot of yeah. So next Wednesday, Melina is with us. Make sure you Any tune questions in. for her. Yeah, hit us up at at HTT Buckle on Twitter. So me and Adam both have access to that account. We tweet. Um, I often forget to put my name at the end, so people might think it's Adam and Adam might think it's me, but we're, get, we're getting better. But Adam, it's been good, mate, and I'll, I'll catch you soon, bro. Yep. See you later, man. No worries. This has been the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast. I've been your host, Andy Burrows, with my good friend and tag team partner, Mr. Adam Cousins. Till next time, everybody. Stay safe. Hey, everybody. Thank you for checking out the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast. Make sure you go and check us out on all social media. Twitter, you can find us at HTT Buckle. Facebook, just search the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast.